0: DIMP Digital presents Idle Game Chat
1: apps here from dim digital welcome to idle game chat this is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and sometimes react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games we're here every monday on your favorite podcast app and youtube absolutely free unless it's a bank holiday which you would have found out last week um although those of you that stuck around and actually subscribed to the audio feed would have been treated to our first ever podcast so time machine jobby for people anyway we're not going to dwell on the past we're going to move forward get the elder in i'm joined by the one time dimp digital gaming quiz champion it's pac-man himself it's tom adcock how's it going
0: yeah i'm good thanks mate how are you
1: yes all good thank you weather is quite nice today uh, it's been a bit of an up-and-down type jobby, but sun has been in and out, but it's not too cold. It's dry today, which is important for sort of keeping that mentality up, but no real complaints. Um, I guess the real question, as I mentioned in the in, in the opening, is did you get a chance to listen to the classic episode?
0: Nah, I didn't. First Back
1: one,
0: it. I blew it, mate. You're on, like, the third ever one, I think. Was that, like, the best games of all time or something i we th- just doing the- that quite early that
1: might have been your first i feel like we might have done one before that because originally when we was discussing this, this was talk- talking sort of six seven years back we were going to do one just us two um that was when we were sitting there in that little job saying right let's plot our way out of here get a podcast up and running so you would have been definitely on the docket early on but Jesus Who knows With all the bank holidays coming up I mean we've got three Haven't we In the next sort of six weeks We'll be doing a bit of a part time schedule here So there'll be some more old tut Being put up for people And uh, if you want Get it in to- Go on
0: I was going to say Get it in Get the on Get, that, yeah. get the old Adcock I'll find Young it. Star, Had some hair
1: He didn't though No didn't yeah. That was well before my time Anyway Do you want to support <laughs> this Venture, patreon.com forward slash idle game chat it's the place to go where you can sling us some spare change or you can go on twitch and subscribe to the channel either you know via pain directly or if you've got amazon prime link it to your twitch account you get a free twitch subscription every month one click two pound fifty well i think it's two dollars fifty but still everything counts and uh we've actually spent all the dim money on unlocking all the different emotes you can get on twitch so that'll need building back up so and in pocket is appreciated anyway on to this episode got some gaming impressions no real well there has been news items but i just can't be bothered to talk about them because it's just it's drama for the sake of drama we're primarily when we talk about the news you know that we're struggling for content that's all i'll say but we're blessed with this episode we've got quite a bit that we can we can get through and if we don't get through it on this episode we'll be back at a later date anyway but we're going to kick things off with It Takes Two Hazelight okay Joseph Ferris the fuck the Oscars guy if you're wondering who that guy is um, this is new co-op only game we're going to talk about that so don't get too excited just yet but I wanted to just pause where I can I love doing this and picking in your brains about any previous titles that have come out of this this Joseph Ferris, uh, the game before this one, before It Takes Two, was A Way Out, another uh, if two player game. You've played that, I've played that, but I'm interested to get your thoughts on A Way Out before we dive into the the modern take of It Takes Two.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I played A Way Out with a mate, as you meant to. Yeah, I thought it was pretty decent, as in I enjoyed the experience of playing A Way Out, yeah. but it was, like, gameplay-wise, uh, it was strongest I found for in the first third, like when you're in prison, that kind of ends yeah. quite abruptly and probably too soon. Um, and, uh, it's like, it was quite clunky and repetitive. Yeah. Just a bit rough around the edges, is what I would say. Um, but an enjoyable experience.
1: yeah. It was. It had. It certainly had highs and lows. And I'd agree with the take that the early goings are the best ones, giving you that Prison Break vibes. And that's a series that both me and Mr. Adcock are familiar with. So we enjoyed that. We actually didn't play it together, did we? I played it with Logan. Um, I believe you must have played it with Rumble or someone of that ilk.
0: Yeah, play with a different mate. Actually, somebody who's not really a big gamer, uh, but is a big Prison out. Break fan. Yeah, rumble binned. Uh Yeah, someone who really just liked the show Prison Break, and someone put him onto it. This game existed, so he bought it. And uh, the same with this. uh It takes two. Only one person has to actually make the purchase, and you can both jump in. So I is his plus one, basically.
1: Yes, that's that's always very handy. It's good to to know that if if you are if you if you if you're kind of sniffing around it, and you know a mate who's also sniffing around it. You can either cut the costs in half, buy one between you's, um or if someone has already bought it and is looking for a partner, you haven't actually got to pay out, which I think is a great system really. It's particularly as a co-op only game. It's the only way to play it is with another player either locally or over on the internet. There's not really a better system than that going, is there?
0: No, absolutely.
1: Um, did you ever play Brothers A Tale of Two Sons?
0: No, and this is this is quite a claim this game. Yeah. So yeah, no, completely missed it. I only really knew about it um, when reading like more details about uh, It Takes Two. Yeah. So no, did you play this one?
1: No, I didn't either. It's it's definite black mark. Um, and I kind of know what happens in it, so there's that part of me that thinks is it worth investing the time? Um, but maybe I maybe I should just bite the bullet and go back and play that. That was before Hayes Light Studios was formed, but it was still under the direction of Mr. Ferris. So. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a black hole, but since neither of us have played it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on it too much. Now, I wanted to get it takes two, okay? Reviewing pretty pretty well actually. I think it's 88 on Open Critic as we speak about it. Um, not on any of the fantasy gaming league rosters anywhere. So clearly, not a lot of confidence in 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 the actual product and the marketing that happened before. Um, how has this got on your radar? Because I didn't feel like there was a big anticipation from you. It felt like, and again, feel free to correct me, that perhaps it was the the high reviews that kind of got you sniffing, or was you always thinking, well, it's another one of these co-op games. I'll give them a try.
0: No, it was high, basically the first... I think I saw a couple of reviews from IGN and another outlet that were both like nine or maybe even a 10 out of 10. And I was mm. like, Jesus. And then uh, when I realised it was from the studio, um, done way out, I was like, all right, okay. And then sort of got in super mario vibes i was like okay i'm sold and it's bit, <laughs> i think i've said to you before not sure on the podcast but i've been just bouncing off games recently yes um yeah i've obviously got rid of my playstation so i'm kind of stuck with an all digital xbox and just game pass so I was like, well, I've heard oh, it's the best know. thing
1: ever and it's you know you, you, uh, once you've got game pass you literally don't need anything else and in fact because you can get game pass on your phone what, what are you doing with an xbox that's what i'm told i don't know if that's
0: well true go and play the medium and come back to me is what i would say <laughs> to that well
1: there's 199 yeah. other games mate you can get through bounce off a few others before you start slagging game pass off come on
0: true but anyway i have played it's been trying to get into something couldn't i was like do you know what i know i'm probably going to be all right with this game it's going to be fairly short you yeah. know platformer co-op got you know i'm then sort of like you know uh held to whatever they'll saying is you know over actually turning up to play and to get it done so i was like right let's give joey a call see if he's interested and he was so I was well like,
1: right. to be fair i i was a bit apprehensive because i didn't immediately say oh yes thanks for purchasing that or looking to purchase that i'll definitely play i kind of went well ask if there's someone else about but if 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 not i'll have i'll, I'll come along for the ride for sure um but i wasn't pushing for you to go and go out and get it or buy it but I must say, having played it, I wish I'd bought it now. Because well, one, I've lost out on all those sweet achievements, and two, it surprised me mostly in positive ways, um, which doesn't happen too often, if I'm honest. You know, I, look, I saw the reviews were higher, but sometimes you think, wow, that could be artificially blown up. But
0: yeah, it's true.
1: No, I having um, I'm glad that you had the nows to go out and do it and had the commitment to go out and do it especially given that i mean you're in this game pass bubble and there is a train of thought where you think should i even be bothering should i be buying this when i'm paying for game pass especially considering it's coming out of ea publishing in six months maybe nine twelve months it will be on game pass at some point so that was that i'm i'm sort of surprised you went for it in all honesty but yeah, that that kind of speaks how desperate you were to try and get into something substantial
0: <laughs> it's exactly that yeah and that was yeah one of your i think your like warning points to me wasn't it that mm. it's you know it's, it's in the ea are they the um producers or whatever it's it, yeah yeah that's either going to come to their store or or Game Pass directly. And, and it almost certainly is. It has that kind of vibe about it anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it, was, it wasn't It was cheap, but it wasn't full price. It was maybe like 20, £26 pounds or something. And I was like, do you know what? I'm all right. And then it's actually longer than I expected it to be. I was thinking it was going to be a sort of maybe a, a six to eight-hour, nine-hour game. But it was more like yeah. 11 or 12 hours, I think. So, yeah, I feel like I've got my money's worth.
1: Yep. Nope. So... You played it on the Xbox Series S, which we know is the uh is the sort of less powerful console. Any any presentation or performance worries before we get into the, the technicalities? I think we had one disconnection, didn't we, throughout the entire thing? And like you said, it, oh, was we like, did, yeah. it was like ten, twelve hours worth of, you know content. So it weren't too bad, but we did have one part where it, it sort of croaked out on
0: us. It did I think it was pretty kind of the checkpointing Wasn't yeah. it And it, it, we didn't really lose any, any ground or anything So it was no bother But yeah And aside from that No I mean I, I don't know how much This is pushing Is this I think we asked this Is it cross-gen Or is it mm. It is I believe so yeah i don't yeah technically speaking it does look very nice in certain places to be fair especially some of the like the where it flicks into a 2d you'll get a lot of like nice backgrounds and whatnot but i don't yeah. think it's particularly pushing the console hard so no i had no problems on the baby xbox
1: no it, look, one thing i would say is that immediately when you turn this game on if you've played a way out which was okay but everyone looked a bit weird in it
0: yeah like it, it, just, it, it it didn't look triple A by any means. It was
1: no, definitely not. But this felt pretty close to that. I'll be honest. I was really was, as soon as we just started playing it and turned it on, I was like, "Cool, this looks ten times better than a way out." Like, yeah, huge upgrade on on that game. So that was immediately striking. And I was thinking, you know what? For a budget game, like you mentioned, it's not full price. Um, I was, I was again positively and and pleasantly surprised at how good this thing looked and ran it ran flawlessly
0: yeah absolutely
1: no issues whatsoever um i want to touch on the narrative because time and time again i've seen this in the cliff notes of reviews where it's a bit hit and miss um given that the way out seemed like a far more Like, tonally, again, these are two very different games. It's a complete departure from A Way Out. Like, one of the things I would say is if you were put off by A Way Out, in any shape or form, whether it was from visuals, whether it was from story or tone or just gameplay, scrubble that away. Because I feel feel like, and you can, again, disagree, but I feel like It Takes Two
0: beats A Way Out in every single way possible. A hundred percent, yeah. To be honest, it's probably a more difficult proposition in that you've got so i mean we'll get into it more later but it's a platformer but you're literally changing the dynamics and and almost everything about what you do every hour hour and a half yeah. and kind of everything they try pretty much i can't i'm trying to think now i don't think there's like a dud amongst them they all work yeah um and like yeah those mechanics are not easy to do well and they they, they do it really well and i feel like a way out was more like you know uh it was kind of i guess like a bit like a the walking dead wasn't it? you'd have like a an enclosed area with yeah. maybe a couple of rooms or whatever mm-hmm. and you'd have to do several things in there and it it was a simpler mechanic and it was kind of rinsed and repeated throughout and yeah it was yeah. definitely
1: like gameplay wise it was it was light the way out was far more of a obviously it was trying to go for a narrative push um whereas the x takes two does have a pretty long story and they 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 don't just drop it halfway through this is something that you're going to deal with rightly or wrongly throughout the whole game but the the interaction you have as a player or players as you can play it with two people is again leaps and bounds above anything that a way out had in any of its its games like it's really crazy actually how how different how much better this is that's like massive strides they've made anyway i started talking about the story i thought maybe you could just set up a really brief um narrative plot so that so people a bit cold think well what am i playing this for what sort of characters are we dealing with and um let the let the audience know and then we'll we'll chat a little bit about what we actually thought of the overall delivery of it
0: yeah it's a bit of an odd one for a video game um it's kind of like kramer versus kramer uh old 80s film about divorce mixed with pixar so you've essentially yeah. got a family um the dad's american the mum's from sounds like england daughter speaks with an english accent they live in i don't know if they're in america or england anyway parents are oh uh, get... well
1: i think we confirmed it as america because the plug socket was only two pin oh yeah good point um, could be I mean, europe's have europeans have two pins don't they
0: yeah i mean so that's a real curveball it could be but, that
1: but you'd think given that you've got an englishman nope english lady and a, an american bloke it's gonna be one of those two
0: in it yeah that was yeah but anyway they're looking to uh their, their relationships in the shitter they're looking to get divorced locked uh, up late. it will either make or break your relationship yeah they're really struggling through it i can't yeah. remember the daughter's name which is pretty bad it was cody may and can't remember. No, I can't either. So I'm anyway, she's livid, she's really upset and she kinda of has a moment, a Disney moment, where some she cries over the, you know, upcoming divorce well, she, and these well, yeah. magic tears <laughs> fall on a couple of little like um I guess they're dolls. I don't Rose. know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and the, the parents are kind of transported into these like miniature dolls and essentially they're kind of trying to get their daughter's attention. Um mm. Uh, they're stuck in this kind of fantastical version of their home and garden. Yes.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Um, and then there's, they're aided by this, this book of love, which the daughter was reading. He then, everything comes to life. Basically it's full Pixar, Disney. It's, vibes. Yeah.
1: It's almost, it's like toy Story, isn't it? No. Very
0: much. Yeah. It's a great shout. Yeah. Toy story. Yeah. And then, and that sets it out. They're on this quest to kind of then really get their daughter's attention and get back to being human so they can get on with it. A divorce.
1: Yes, yeah, so you've got this, this book of love who's who's trying to...
0: He's basically setting up trials, isn't
1: he, for the for the couple to overcome and, in hope that they will either bond and get back together, I'm assuming. That's his, his end goal. Um, daughter's yeah. just in tears, like crying. The, the, the mum and dad, they've been transported into these little figures. Rose, the daughter, can't see them, but they can see... The impact that they make in the in the real world. So if they threw like a teddy off off a bed, she would see the teddy move, but she can't actually see them running around. Um, but what's quite funny is that sometimes it flashes back to Rose to kind of get an update of what she's doing, and she goes and visits the parents, and they both just like comatose. <laughs> the mum's just laying on the sofa like not responsive like daughter's trying to talk to her no no response just like mum blah 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 and then dad's just sitting in a chair so cody's just sitting in a chair and he's he's comatose and not once does the daughter think to call the emergency services so (laughs) if if we're talking about narrative plot points and plot holes i feel like either that girl needs some serious training really because both of them could have been in a real spot of bother. That's my view, anyway. Anyway, so it's it's not a very serious story. Um, well, the undertone of it is isn't it? a divorce going on, so actually there is an undertone of seriousness, but the way that the characters interact with each other is very light-hearted, yes. um, attempts at comedy, uh, and uh, it goes down that route, rather than it sort of being like The Last of Us, for example. That would be the, the complete opposite direction. How did the overall story kind of land with you, and was it a, was it a good vehicle... To, to to teleport us around and get us to all these fantastic places and ultimately were you were you satisfied with it as a as a component of the game?
0: Um, so I knew going in it was probably the weakest point of the game. You know, one, the subject matter is not really, you know, something I really want to play a game about. And two, I heard like a lot of people, as you said, criticise it before. So I wasn't expecting much. No. I mean to be honest, it's probably better than I expected because I think although most of the jokes probably didn't land what you said earlier, like, you know, the coma toast parents and things. It yeah, was funny. It, even was. If it wasn't intentionally funny. <laughs> the, the book was ludicrous. He, I, I don't know who the actor is playing that book, but he's always like wiggling his hips and he looks ridiculous. And, and I think, you know, just cause I knew going in, it was, it was bad. It, it, I kind of just, you know, I ignored it and laughed at it for what it was. And, and to be honest, these, these platforms rarely have, good narratives anyway so yeah what's it up against so yeah i wasn't too bothered with it if i'm honest i thought it was actually yeah all right yeah no so i think, no.
1: so I think initially early on i really was just like I was like this is so tiresome and it was it was it was annoying me at times because as and we'll get into how the game works but you you essentially move from level to level um and there's a different mechanic or a different world for you to interact with and that's it's fun, the overall gameplay is really good. But what I found, especially in the early games, it felt like in between those those transports from different wells or different areas of the house, the cutscenes in the middle of that were really annoying me. Like, they felt long sometimes, and I was like, this is really starting to impact. I just wanted to get on and play the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that speaks just to how much I was enjoying playing it, but also just because the story was not engaging. What I would say is that as time went on, I felt like it got it didn't. I don't know if it necessarily got better, but I my tolerance level improved, and I was happy just to kind of sit there and, and have a little chill between uh, the worlds and whatnot. So I don't I don't know if it, there's there's no like major kind of shift that made me enjoy it more. But I think that over time, as you get used to the the tone of the story of like how how funny these guys attempt to be, and they probably land about twenty percent of the jokes. Um, it it kind of just doesn't become as much of an issue as the game went on, at least for me anyway. Um, again, I don't know if it actually improved, but <laughs> the, the, the tolerance levels were certainly there. So just not buyer beware, but, you know, there's a story here. If you don't like annoying characters and that, like, it really annoys you and you can't get past it, I actually think you might have a problem with this game because there's the Cody in particular is an annoying twat. Like, I'm not surprised May's trying to walk away from him. She's out getting all the fucking bread Going to work each day, he's at home going, Oh can't do me God oh. and then when he becomes a little little dull, he's a right cocky prick. <laughs> I've never known anything like it. And then the book, like you mentioned, the the, the guy that's sort of setting you all the, the trials and whatnot, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, unbearably annoying. I think I'm annoying, but he's on a different league, that bloke. So if those things like really would negatively impact your enjoyment of the game. I would suggest steering clear, actually, um, or skipping through the cutscenes. But you know, we didn't do any of that because we like to experience all the good and all the bad. So yeah, hit and miss. Tolerance levels will define whether that's gonna how how bad that's going to impact the game. We've talked around the mechanics and whatnot. You keep mentioning Super Mario, and people are they're shaking their heads. They're going, what, "What are you talking about? It takes Two And Super Mario. Explain yourself. How are we getting from this this a way out walking simulator to something that's being put on the same pedestal as our favourite plumber?
0: When I see, I feel like they were sitting around the office one day and you know probably playing on their switches in between a way out and they've gone away. Doug, come over here. It's gone Miyamoto. I, I can I can better this. I've got some ideas. <laughs> it's gone. All right. Let's, let's see what you got. And and they've run with it. They've made a a three D i mean it's not open world but the levels some of the levels are kind of open world-esque but it will it will do all the sort of tricks mario will do so it'll go from 3d to 2d and back again it'll give you um like special power-ups there'll be like so every level essentially um how do we like so you've got these like self-contained levels i guess you'll be in the garden or climbing a big tree and that'll be a level and some of them are kind of like hubby wells or baseballs others are like point a to point b so you're mixing all those kind of Mario bits when that fucking book turns up as annoying as he is you kind of know you're going to be getting a new power up and yes yeah you'll be using that for probably you know, majority of the, day, the next hour hour and a half throughout the level and you normally have so um it's always pretty cheesy like he'll talk about attraction and then you get a two magnets stuck on your back and yeah. one can pull one can push which i never really got that sort of you were a nightmare gist of. Level. yeah i was a bit tired at that point i think so apps had to sort of guide me through like going, still you're still pushing tom always push and i was like right <laughs> <laughs> never really really got that but uh there's that and then there'll be like little fun things in the level that you might just use like once or twice probably you know some of the things are literally done once and thrown away and it's a really good little gimmick and it'll be gone yeah. and yeah. uh yeah.
1: I mean don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, so I think some of the some of the early kind of tools you get, I think the one of the first you get is uh I got a nail that I could attach to wood objects or other objects and you've got a hammer that you could hammer stuff with, so break, but also um, well, I don't know if it's the hammer actually that you'd swing off the nail. With. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. yeah. So you could yeah. use the hammer to swing off. So you'd get we'd get split up quite often. There'd be a, a path that only Tom could take, and in order for him to get from A to B over the gap, I would have to fire the nails in the correct order in the correct place so he could swing from one to the other. And obviously, that's a very basic kind of. Str- I don't want spoil basically the you know some of the more important stuff or the more complex stuff, but. Each level has its own vibe or its own set of powers. And, and the nail and the, the hammer is a, is a good one. There's one where I could grow... I could change my size. I could go really big or really small. And, and Adcock could walk on the walls. So he had like a zero gravity boots or whatnot. And for all these levels, there's there quite a lot of levels. Like we mentioned, these, it's a long old game. And there's, there's tons and tons of different ideas and tons and tons of different mechanics... And probably barring like 5-10% of them... I felt like they were all really fun to play with... All really engaging... All really well thought out... And it was... I know in a lot of games... like You kind of you, you work towards becoming the most powerful version of a set skill set... And people are a bit wary of like re-rolling and changing skills... But I think the way they paced this game was was almost perfect... Because as soon as you got just a little bit bored with a particular set of powers or you felt like you'd done enough of them, you would be changing levels. You'd be, at, you'd be at the end of the level, you'd be fighting a boss where you're implementing all the different things you've kind of learned throughout that, that level, um, and then on to the next one, there's a fresh approach again. So it's really, really well thought out. It's so cleverly designed, and the ideas that they use, and more importantly, and this is something that you just, you just can't see when you watch gameplay, is just how good the game feels like they they nailed the controls and the the mechanics this it feels so it's not the most advanced game but then nor are some of the some of the all-time greats and and this this has such a great simplistic core set of controls and feels so good that you can almost think of any sort of two different powers and plug them in And that's exactly what they do they give you a ton of variety to work through you, as, as Tom mentioned, like you are reliant on your partner kind of just being on switched on a little bit, and I had problems with mine. Spoiler, he was he was struggling sometimes, but they've done a really good job just in the gameplay section here. I don't I don't know what else really to say other than it's really 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 really, really well executed.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's quite like it, it's it they've done it that night so mechanically it feels great as you say and it doesn't matter if you're kind of jumping in three D, two D, or then you're you're up in the air a couple of times flying planes or yeah like on birds and things. So like and it all kind of works. It's intuitive and you kinda of get to grips with it all. It, it, it does feel like utterly polished, like like Nintendo of yeah. it's got that kind of stamper of quality all over it. They've kind of done that thing that's quite clever, where it's quite forgiving with a lot yeah. of things. It kind of gives you, you know, gives you the benefit of the doubt with a uh, like hitboxes on enemies and things, or checkpoints are really nice as well. It's only if you, to say Joe dies and I'm well, alive, that, that happen, didn't happen often. It's going no. to say that. Don't lie to him. We're all right. It's fine. He just spawns back in. We're good. Nothing's gone wrong. Uh, If you both die, you will go back a little bit. But it is super forgiving. Like, it checkpoints constantly, basically. So, in that respect, it's good. It'd probably be a really good game to play with someone who's not into games. I think... The thing is, I think, like, with you and me, like, it worked really well in that, oh, probably the weak link, probably, definitely, but it was still fine, it was, like, rare, and, I, do you know what, I struggled on that underwater bit as well, it's like, how does he you know where to go so much, it's like, I think that was another tired day for Tom, to be honest, but anyway, and, like, we would fly through bits, and it was all yeah. very, like, easy, I think, if you're playing with your other half, if they're not a gamer, or got a kid and you're playing with them you might struggle a bit with some of the control just just like you know the things that you take for granted with gaming. if someone's not a gamer they they probably are going to struggle a bit it might cause some might cause a divorce oh exactly Um, it might
1: do the opposite to what it's trying to what this book's trying to achieve and i that definitely stuck out to me that even like there were certainly some bosses and areas that we got stuck on a little bit and it's not it's not just an easy breezy game like it's not. You will get it. Will push back at times. And I was thinking that if you played this with a non-gamer, there's some parts of it which required like quite a. You have to be really in tune with the controls just to survive from the boss and make sure that you don't die and then reset the checkpoint. I think it would be a bit of a struggle. But Yeah,
0: it, it, it's a tough one. I think it's just it's a level too much. I think for like yeah, you know complete casual. Yeah, and yeah, because you are then. Yeah, I guess maybe you're right, because like you said, when it splits you up as well, because you can't, you know, sometimes you can, you know, drag the weak link along, but other times, you know, they're going to have to stand on their own, and that mm-hmm. might be a struggle. But I think, it, do you know what, it's so much fun that I think it would be a good one to, you know, if you've gone through it with, like, me and you now, if I own the game and said, Sarah, do you fancy, you know, playing? She'd be like, definitely not. But if I could make her, <laughs> I reckon she might like some of these levels. She might be better than you it eh? Essentially.
1: Well, does she understand magnets? Yes. Right. <laughs> already ahead of the game. Um, so as well as the core sort of game, like you work through a, a, a world doing various puzzle solving, maybe a slice of combat here and there, um, messing around with the, with the new mechanics you've got. And, you know, that's the kind of loop you'll, you'll be looking to get to somewhere or get something or there'll be a boss to fight that's that's all good stuff there are little exploration nuggets of people like you've got a couple of achievements from like just exploring with the environment interacting with stuff so definitely if you if you like little easter eggs and bits and pieces like that have a play around i think you ended up getting sucked through a printer or something once and it it triggered like a little achievement for you
0: it's another thing in it like the, the, the level of like sheen on it like they there's so much stuff that's interactive just yeah. Just, just for you to go jump through something once and go, that's fun. And, he, you know, that's it. It's just it has no bearing on the game at all. But you can right. just wander off. And I think, yeah, and there's the paint as well, wasn't there, where you can just, like, it, yeah. jump in ink and make painting pictures. Like, basically, a lot of the time when you transition from one level to another, there'll just be a, a yeah little area of the house where you can just mess about, basically. And it's always good fun. Yeah.
1: Um, and then they've also got little mini games in there. Uh, so... Huh? well we didn't keep score um unfortunately but there are i can't even i'm trying to think of like a really basic one just to give the guys an idea of what they might encounter it was chess,
0: full chess. There
1: was a full chess play. set,
0: yeah. Called it a draw after called, four minutes. Right, it was getting boring. And taken one piece. So. Well,
1: there was a bit where it should have let me have you, and it didn't let me. Do it. I was like, this is bollocks. So, there was you could, there's one game where you can play chess, and like it's it's these are the like this is the competitive element of the game because the game is co op. There are these little side little mini games that you can do where there will be a a set target and the person with the most points will win that particular thing. There's a shooting gallery one um there's like a there's a few button mash ones and they're very, they're very basic there's a whack-a-mole one isn't there early on
0: oh yeah whack-a-mole um, yeah there's one where you have to like dodge the blocks that you know it's a bit of a um full guys sort of thing wasn't it where you yes. keep getting pushed back like on a treadmill I so it, yeah all things like that really
1: and they keep a little score for that game and then you can keep playing to your heart's content but we just did one and done sort of golden rule whoever won then we moved on i think uh, you was you didn't seem happy with your performance i don't think you were too far behind
0: no i think i had a good i think i started poor had a good run and i think you clawed back and probably won maybe like i think it's fair enough like 60 40 or something probably higher but yeah wow yeah (laughs) no yeah something like that but yeah they were decent
1: no absolutely um the only other thing really that, that stuck out for me was the length of the game because we, I had assumed based on the a way out being it felt like it was reasonably short this, again, because it's a budget title below sort of full price this was a lot longer than I expected Um and I felt like there were definitely moments where it maybe dragged a little bit, but really it was just enjoyable to play from start to finish, but if you're trying to break Nick through it it's not really made for that. Well, it is. You can do it. But it's, it's, it It felt long. well, it's longer than the order 1886. Let's put it that way. And that was a full price fucking A game. So did you have any thoughts on the length of it, whether it was just a bit too long or about the perfect length? or well, considering you paid for it, you're probably thinking that was good value, actually.
0: To be honest, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. Because I think it did feel longer than I expected, which then kind of... Is, kind that, of is that because we came in with expectations that we shouldn't have? Well, that's my point, yeah, almost certainly, because I think it's in the sweet spot for me. I love a game that's sort of 9 to 14 hours, and this was, what, 12 to 13, something like that? So
1: Mm. it's
0: kind of perfect. Yeah. But I think just because I wasn't expecting that, it did feel like it kind of... was a little bit longer than i wanted and then it weirdly kind of finished quite abruptly like you know when you kind of then narratively kind of realize where it's going and then you kind of expect that one last level to tie it all together that's and it wasn't kind of there or it wasn't the big boss and i was like oh okay we're <laughs> yeah. done. weird and yeah it, it was a bit that's yeah i mean it's, it's, a, it's a small negative point but i guess yeah could have uh you know being a bit neater towards the end perhaps or just a little bit shorter but maybe that's just me i mean as you say it doesn't really wane in quality at any point so you can't really complain about that
1: no and i guess the important thing was it, it avoided this the possibility of there being like you feel like this is a recycled reskin of a previous level or mechanic
0: like that's very true yeah
1: all the levels felt unique had their own skill set and challenged you in different ways I think that's important when when you have a game like this that you don't go over old ground. It's probably quite easy just to think, oh, we could just we could just do the hammer and nail thing, but just change the items slightly and move stuff around, or do like a remix. Like uh, that's really what I think is 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 key to the the length of it. Is that although when you say like twelve hours, you think, fuck me, I didn't expect it to be that long. Actually. Like you said, the quality doesn't wane, nor does the variety or the, or the gameplay options. Like you're not you're not recycling doing the same bits and pieces. So I think it's a it's a great package, and actually at the at the price that you can get it at, is great value as well. And particularly if you if there's two of you and one of you hasn't got to pay for it, you split the cost. So really, they've done a, done a great job here. Um, anything else you wanted to mention before we go into sort of thumbs? up or down
0: no not really just um, i'm really curious to know what these guys are gonna do next really i hope it is a does well i mean the reviews are good so i just hope a lot of people get out and play it
1: this is the thing i feel like this has been marketed really poorly because i mean you mentioned earlier like you, you saw the reviews and then thought well, hang on a minute let's have a go and considering there's not we're not wall-to-wall of game releases like ea should have had this I don't know. It felt like it was a bit out of sight, out of mind. And really what's happened is the reviews have come in and it's sort of perked people's ears up. But I think a lot of people have skipped this because although A Way Out was interesting, it wasn't a classic. And this, given how much of a step up this is, I feel like more people should play it that are going to. And also the fact that it's EA, it will come on EA Access, which will mean it will be on Game Pass at some point probably put some people off but i would i would be wary. Well, not wary but i'd say just go out and get it if you're sniffing around it but i don't think it was marketed particularly well i don't know if you, if you felt like he was
0: well i would never heard of it mate until it was out basically no. and it was reviewed so yeah it's pretty much sums it i feel like it's probably this story doesn't help it's a weird one to market i guess like yeah
1: when i did see it i think is it was last year they showed a trailer of it and i thought oh god that looks awful Like just because of the story, like you mentioned, it it just looks like shit. shit Really, once you suss out, it's a bit more meaty than that, and it's more about the game itself. And actually, the the narrative tone kind of fits with the story and the the mechanics. It makes it, you know, a a much more palatable situation. But there's something about it that definitely turned me off. And then I wasn't interested really until you presented it on a platter, and I was like, well, you know what? What can I lose here? you know i'm not going to be playing much else recently there's not there's not a lot coming out or that had been out so um probably a difficult one to market i've got a feeling it might struggle at the sales but we'll see i'm i'm hoping that this at least the critical acclaim gets them chances to do something else because i think this is a this is a this is a better direction than what a way out was a way out yeah. was was interesting for what it was but ultimately quite flawed whereas this has very few flaws in it really when you when you break it down as a, as a video game, come on then. What we're we gonna what are you gonna give it for its thumbs? Thumbs up, thumbs down, in the middle. What's what's uh, what's fair? Because if he if he gets wind that we've we've not given it a fair shake, it'll be on the next video saying fuck dimp, fuck dimp. Digit will be saying, and we can't be having that sort of negative story being spun out there. So
0: it's a tougher one. It's definitely a thumb up for sure. Oh, yeah. And then it's just whether because I'm thinking. The fact that it can't be for everyone because obviously it's, it's multiplayer only, and I think it is, it is—it probably can't even go out to the net to get a random. I think it has to be invite uh, only. I'm not sure, but. Yeah. And so but you,
1: like, want it, you want to play it with someone else. Oh, that's, oh absolutely.
0: That's, that's,
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, or you can
0: speak to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah, you have to communicate with the people, don't you? So it'd be a, a no go without. Um, and then obviously the storyline and the characters does that. But it is so much fun. Mm. i would say i'm gonna give it the two up because i think just just you know the game itself plays beautifully and yeah. is a lot of fun um and like you said if you if you think you are going to be annoyed with those characters they ain't for you then fair play drop it but i'm saying that if it comes from game pass and whatnot like six months from now yep. then uh then it is an absolute no-brainer. Dive in. You're gonna yeah. have some
1: fun. I'm gonna give it the one thumb up for sure. It's a strong one thumb up. Doesn't quite get the two, simply because the narrative component just was a bit too inconsistent in the end. Um, but they're really, like this is a high recommendation. If you're, if you, re- if you, if you've got someone else, that's at a loose end and you're kind of struggling to figure out what to play, just go out and get this. Don't worry about this fucking Game Pass FOMO oh, I'm going to waste my money, just go out and get it if you're at a loose end and you've got someone else to play with because you won't... I, I don't think many people won't like this game once they get past perhaps the narrative pieces and the tone. I mean, if you like the tone of it, your quid's in here. Like If you like annoying characters, I don't know who does, <laughs> then you are laughing because you've got a great game to play and a story to get involved with. What they really need to do for the next game is join up with Disney... Get the Pixar writers in and say, look, we need you to write the story, we'll do the mechanics. And then once that's happened, we're on to an absolute home run, aren't we?
0: That is dream still for these guys, isn't it?
1: Because they make like stuff for kids, Pixar. But also adults usually can watch it and there's something good for them. Whereas this just seems to I don't even know if this is for kids, I think they say shit a few times. So I don't be thinking it's even made for a younger audience, but yeah one thumb, very very strong game a complete surprise really if i'm honest um that one of the few times that i have not bothered to get something and then been so happy that i actually did get an opportunity to play it it was going to get left to the game Pass folder, and then by that stage who knows whether i'd have played it because i'd have been like nice, a bit old now you can kind of miss the boat on it But yeah, mark it down on your calendars. If you're on PlayStation, if you're on PC, just go out and get it. You haven't got to worry about Game Pass too much, or PC technically can, but I don't know if it'll come to that. If you're on the PlayStation infrastructure, go out and and get it. Make sure you've got someone to play with, obviously. Um, And I think most people will be extremely satisfied with the quality, with the polish, with the length. And don't let any negative vibes from a way out that you had tarnish it takes two because it's such a complete change in direction and an improvement on every single item of a video game it really is one of the the biggest departures i've seen for a long time and and a, and a real positive one so um keep it takes two in the front of your minds and make sure that when you get the chance you take it and spend the time with it and um, before we crack on to the next game i did want to ask what you thought of these co-op only games you can't play this one player. You don't have the option. It has to be two player. Now, what I liked about it, it's takes, it takes two and also a way out is that even though you're playing two player, it's split screen all the time. So when Tom was really being poor, I could see what he was doing and direct him. I could say, ah, wrong way. And even then, he, he weren't always, you know, switched on to follow the instruction. But at least you can kind of see what's happening. But what, what do you make of this? Because there will be people out there that are just like, oh, you know what? That sounds like a great game, but I just don't want to play co op games. Should the team at Hayes Light and Ferris be looking into making some sort of single player experience where you can play at co op, um, but also there's an option for those solo players who really just don't want to engage or maybe haven't got anyone to play with, um, you know, can can yield the goods of what they're producing?
0: Yeah no, I mean I'm fine with it is the short answer I think that there are obviously some downsides to it as you say if you haven't got anyone to play with and you really like the look of the game Mm. but also I'm like the experience is built around that I mean it's not like you know these are flooding the market or anything so there's enough single player experiences for people you know whatever so I don't think it's a problem um and they are like uh, if anything it's the other way isn't it these sort of couch co-op game i mean it's not couch cop only but they're kind of designed you know to be playing it with a friend or family member yeah. someone you you know and you know you can kind of get shirty with and you know <laughs> i don't think we got shirty with each other did we no 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 but i just mean you know like to mute can't... a few times
1: and just swear into the ether absolutely
0: but... poor davey got a right earful um <laughs> So, no i think they're great to be honest you know i wish there's more of them if i on, you know yeah because they are fun and i you know I, basically if there's a, a way i love the concepts of a way out if that had been done with this sort of level of like finesse yeah, yeah i think you could have had a, a really good game on your hands but yeah i'm on board
1: yeah i, I agree i mean this it, i think it's different if the if the cult's been bolted on and you can tell sometimes can't you it's just been added it's like a
0: even yeah, yeah, after yeah.
1: thought or or whatever. But this, like you mentioned, the whole game's built around this being a co-op game. Like all the puzzles require some level of cooperation, timing, skill, communication, all that good stuff. And um, without that, if you strip that away in the instance of It Takes Two, you strip out most of what makes the game great.
0: Exactly. So at that
1: point, what's the point in doing it? Um, it's a shame for those that aren't able to find someone to play with. That's definitely a concern but I think I broadly agree like there's, there's we're not flooded with the market of these sort of stuff. Um, and if you want to get the most out of these games, it's always always prefer a game to even if it's awkward to play or to get into the the, the, the ecosystem to play, it, if the game is based around that specific play style or, or having those specific number of people, nine times out of 10, if you can get that environment set up, I another player in this case, the game's 10 times better than what it could have been when it's trying exactly. to cater for, you know, other types of environments. The same with, like, Destiny. Like, the raids in Destiny, six-player raids, there's a reason why they designed for six people. It's because they need six people to cooperate, and that's what makes those moments for people special. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they do. It's probably going to be a few years, we must say. But um, Hayes like Studios, a bit of a breakout game, really. I know that A Way Out got a lot, of, uh, a lot of publicity, but didn't really deliver critically. This maybe didn't get the publicity, but certainly critically has got the, uh, the thumbs up from us. Two from Tom, one from me. Now, if I was going to say to you, Return of the Obra Dinn, what would you say back?
0: I was going to say, less than 8-bit graphics, an adventure on a boat, murder.
1: Yeah, but I tell you what, that summed it up better than I could have done. Really, no. Yeah, so I've played Return of the Overdine. I've actually played it a while ago now, but I've been holding on to it until I could get Tom back. So, because I knew that you would either heard of the game or maybe sniffed around it, and I felt like you'd have uh, some good questions about this. Now, before I start about Return of the Overdine, this was developed by Lucas Pope. Some people be going, "Oh yeah, I know him." Most people be going, "Don't know what you're talking about." Um, but he. He, the last game he developed was Papers Pleased, which I really enjoyed on, on PC. It's on, I believe it's on consoles now anyway, where you take control of like a um a checkpoint guard where you check people's IDs as they come through the borders. Oh, yeah. Of like, I remember I, think it's, I can't remember if it's a communist or an authorita- authoritarian country. It's, it's obviously something like people are trying to get in the country. You've got to check. Have they got all the stuff? Yes or no? And there's a great little underlying story weaved into that about whether you're doing the government's work or you can sort of switch sides and become like a terrorist or you can just try and get through the day and earn some money on the side and look after your family all that good stuff it's a really well thought out game very simple but strangely um addictive and return of the oba is at heart really it's a mystery game so there's a boat called the oba that sets sail east india company okay goes missing in i think it's 1800s okay disappears and then washes up uh, at a port a few years later and all the crew are either dead or missing okay you as the player go onto the the boat you work for the insurance company and you mentioned mystery and sort of murder you know figuring that out you're tasked with determining what happened on that boat And what happened to every single member um, of staff and crew on that particular boat. And you have a couple of tools at your disposal. Well, one tool really. One is this stopwatch, okay? What the stopwatch allows you to do is when you come across a corpse or their body, you can visualize and hear and see the last kind of fifteen seconds of that person's life. Right. So what will happen is you'll you'll activate you'll see a body, you'll activate the stopwatch it will go to black. You won't see anything initially. You'll hear you'll hear the the characters interacting with each other. Then you'll you, something. Like say for guns, someone's got shot. You'll hear the gunshot go, and then the screen will come to light and it'll be a still. The, the, the scene that you enter will be still, so everyone's completely still. But you have to see where they are, who's firing the gun, um, and you can freely walk around the environment to see you know, what's actually happened. And the idea is that over time, once you view enough of these scenes, you're able to determine the fate of every single member of that boat. Oh, yeah. So it's a big task, if I'm honest, and it's quite daunting to start with, but it's a really, really unique concept. Um, and I love the idea of it. And the, the I guess the way... I'll I'll set up like the first scenario for example you just find there's a body outside the door you go and find it you activate the stopwatch you can hear them shouting the guy says captain you've gone mad what are you doing you hear a gunshot it takes you into the scene you can see what you'd assumed to be the captain because you heard him say it firing the gun and the bullets go in the bloke's chest so you know that he's been shot by the captain yeah So you go to your logbook, you mark down, you know, unknown sailor, because you don't know his name at this time, shot by the captain. And the idea is eventually, over time, of visiting these scenes, you'll figure out actually the name of that person's – of that actual person. Then you're about to determine their fate properly.
0: Um, So somebody else might give a description of someone and name them, then you realise that was person X from before
1: and – okay. So it could be something as simple as – They'll they'll say, oh, you're not coming on this boat, you fucking Dane. Something like that. Because in the logbook, it has the name, what their job was, and where, what country they came from. Oh, yeah. And then by then, you can narrow it down. You can say, oh, it's Danish. Okay, there's only one of those. It's got to be Sven. I made that name up. Probably not Sven. But that's what you've got to kind of look out for, those little subtle interactions. Or it could be like, oh, you you done my brother in something like that and then you think oh actually there's, there's there's two people with the same surname which brother's referring to who and over time you will better so you've got the, the logbook
0: you got the full logbook from the beginning
1: then yeah so you've got all the all the all this the, the crew's name and their job titles from the beginning and what happens is when you <clears throat> when you kind of visit a body um it will show their face on this big like group picture and the idea right. is that you go to the group picture you then from there you can say right this is Andrew Weber shot by Captain Smith. And then it won't in, it won't tell you you've definitely got it right until you've got three that are right. Okay. So it's to stop you from just, you know, just going through every single combination, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 You have to mark, you have to go with what you think it is. And then if you get two others that are correct, those three will check off and then, you know, they're done. So it's I quite like that because there's times when you can definitely be tempted to think, oh, I'm just going to try every combination. Like it's, it's going to be one of these four. Which one's it going to be? And that really stops you from being able to do that. Okay. But um, it's uh, it's really good. <laughs> the, the, the main drawback of it is it's clunky to get in and around the different memories and scenes. Like there's no... I wish you could just go to a menu and select the memory and go back to it. Because what, what inevitably happens is you will have to go back and revisit some because you won't notice certain details or you'll be like, ah, I think I saw this happen back in that scene. And you have to unfortunately navigate through this book, which is like a glorified menu, uh, and find where it is, then go and visit the corpse in where that memory took place. I wish you could just select it straight out of the book um, and, and, and dive directly back into the memory and see what's going on. Okay. But... It's really it's really rewarding because over over time you will feel completely lost and think I'm never going to get this, and you just get one breakthrough which leads to another breakthrough, another breakthrough, another, and you can you can carry that momentum through. Um, you've really got to have an eye for detail though, really have so got to have an eye for detail.
0: Do you need to wander around the boat itself, or is it all just done through these menus? Like, can you go anywhere and look? Oh, at Oh yeah, no. So you your- you've
1: got full access to the boat, so you, okay. you, you can wander around the boat. You can you'll see bones or corpse corpses on the floor and then you can that's when you investigate those if in a um whilst you're in a memory you notice another body you that'll then highlight it on sort of the present day ship so you can go and investigate that body so you can kind of string corpses together you're never left at a point where you can't get to the next body or the next kind of scenario
0: is Um, it one of those games with a defined end or is it a bit like her story where it's kind of like you you decide when you're ready to like call it a day
1: yeah so once you've visited every memory you can get off the ship and just bin it off and there's a few endings that can happen so i won't spoil what happens in the ending but if you don't fulfill the logbook for example you just get like a bit of like you get a response from the from from the the guy that requested it from you and just says well you didn't a bit disappointed in you really um but the idea is that you get to the you get to the very bitter end and But by unlocking and finding out what actually happened to these people, the story of the whole ship becomes more clear. Like you figure out exactly what happened when, and they go on. There's all sorts of twists and turns that happen. Why, why certain people have started shooting each other? Why is the captain shooting his crew members? All that is revealed if you, well, by virtue of you doing those tasks. If that makes sense, but you know you'll find out a lot more about it. But if you're just sick of it. You can walk away, and but yeah, that's my ending. I'm done with it. But to get the you know the, the full part of it, you kind of need to do the whole lot, really.
0: And how long are we talking? How long did you spend with it?
1: I'm gonna, ten hours, I think. So, Sweet spot.
0: It's good.
1: Yeah, it was. got the platinum as well, which was well, know. It is what it is, but um, that's pretty easy to get. But yeah, it's it's one of those games though that you'll be tempted to look at a guide. Because you just feel completely stuck and lost. And sometimes it's really difficult because it only gives you certain options of like a death type. And sometimes you'll see you'll see the person like obviously it's a still image. So you'll see like what looks to be like a flame. But you're like, right, is he is he just is he burnt to death? Or has he been exploded to death? And it's those those types of intricacies that can trip you over because if you don't put down what the game wants you to put right it won't it won't check it off and you might be really close so there's there is there was definitely a couple of instances where that happened to me where i i knew what happened but i was using the wrong terminology on the death and that was quite frustrating because it wasn't it wasn't as clear as what i felt like it should have been the game didn't communicate to me exactly what had happened
0: so what, have you got, like, a drop-down of, like, options for people, like, as you say, like, uh, burn to death, but it was actually set alight or whatever? Yeah,
1: yeah, so there's, you, you essentially choose it from the book, there's, there's like, two dozen options, and the clever thing they do is is, is not all of them are used, so oh, there's stuff on there that, that's just sort of like a red herring, just there to sort of, you know, make you choose the wrong one or fall or, or yeah, yeah, into yeah. it, but really smart, really clever... And overall, very, very good game. Obviously not for everyone because the nature of these puzzle mystery games is that there's a lot of onus on you as the player going out of your way to understand what's happened and searching and and whatnot. If they could make the, the transition in between older memories cleaner and better, I think that would have been a massive upgrade, particularly in the latter stages where you're just like, I just need to get back to that old memory and sometimes you can only access it through another memory. So you have to go to the corpse one, right. then go to corpse... And that gets a little bit annoying. But it's great. Like, you have to pick up on things like people's accents. Because if they're Scottish or Irish or Welsh, you know... You, you hear them talk, you think, oh, that's the Welshman. So it really is quite clever. And the way... How it's how he's designed this, I've no idea how he's come up with this. But it's um, it's a great little game. And if, if people or at all interested in what I've said? Then you know, go out and get your hands on it. You can get it on sale quite regularly for like tenner, so it's uh, it's it's good, very very all enjoyable.
0: Right. What sort of score are we giving this then?
1: Easy one, thumbs up. Another one of those. I mean, to give it two, it would have been it would have had to make the menu systems a bit more intuitive. Some people won't like the art style, but it's like one bit. Like monochromatic graphics, which is fine, like if you only like 3D of sort of you know triple A stuff, this isn't the game for you, but I I enjoyed that. You can you can change those as well and change different types of like the colours of the lines and whatnot, but that might put people off. But really it's a really solid game, really, really smart, really clever, quite demanding if you're if you're looking to play through this and not use any guides, but I would I would just say try your best not to. You're you're gonna hit walls. You're going to get frustrated, but you, the satisfaction of just checking off another three and getting that little goes, didn't like ticks free off in a row. And you're like, yes, that's three more done. And it will feel like a daunting task, but if I can do it, then most people can. That's there he crux. goes. That's crafts. Well, <laughs> to be honest, Mr. Arco, I think we're out of time for this week. So
0: yeah, it looks that way. does not it?
1: We've got, it takes two in the can. We've gone back and done Return of the Din. There's a few others which we won't mention, but we'll we'll be back in the near future to discuss those. Um, but if you have joined us, either on on the YouTube's or on your favourite podcast app, thank you for reaching the end of the podcast. We appreciate you taking your time out of your day to listen slash watch us. And uh, like I said, if you can you can support us on Patreon or on Twitch or just keep listening. That's one way of doing it. And if there's a Any complaints you've got, send them off to Adcock. He's sort of PR now, so he's dealing with all the complaints and (laughs) Ombudsman and Ofcom and all that stuff. So he will be fielding through those when he gets time. But uh, nothing more for us to say apart from thanks for your time. And (laughs) ta-da.